Hi, and welcome to the Book of Wellbeing, a place to help you to understand, manage, and improve your mental health and wellbeing, where you will find the knowledge, guidance, and tools you need to improve your life, and where you can build your own wellbeing toolkit to take with you. Everything is too much. Those are the words I think of when I think of what it is to be overwhelmed. Too much of something or everything. If we try to visualise it, it's like leaving a pan on too high with too much water in. The pressure starts to build. Or like dropping a bottle of fizzy pop and then going to take the lid off. There's lots of pressure with the risk of it spilling out everywhere. And sometimes it does. That's what happens to us with too much pressure. The ways in which we overspill are different because we're all different, but we all experience overwhelm. Life gets overwhelming. When we break it down, when we come down to the core cause of overwhelm, it's the pressure we put on ourselves and also others around us. If you work, if you're a parent, a carer, a daughter, a son, a friend, etc. Those roles and relationships come with work. And sometimes those outside of ourselves have expectations of us that get too much. Or maybe there's lots of small expectations from different areas and people, but they all come at once. Sometimes people don't mean to put that pressure on us. Sometimes it's indirect they don't realise they're doing it, but they're not living our lives in our mind and maybe they don't feel the pressure we do. And so it's difficult to balance. When it comes to ourselves, I say this meaning it as bluntly as it comes out, our expectations of ourselves are way too high. Your expectations of yourself are way too high. We need to learn when to say no to ourselves and to others. We need to better learn when we need to come first and when we need to slow down. To do that, we need to understand the cycles of time and life. As I'm talking now, it's winter, and in this season, nature slows down, goes within itself, rests to store and create energy for the next season. And we're supposed to do the same, to go within, to slow down. But instead we try to keep moving physically and mentally in the same pace as we have the previous seasons. We're not supposed to do this. We're supposed to do the same as nature. And yes, we have responsibilities, but there's always room to slow down. We also need to understand the cycles of ourselves. I was talking in a group recently about this and I asked what their natural tendency was, to be a hermit, to like to be isolated and alone, or to be a social butterfly, or a combination of both. It's really helpful to know this and to understand yourself. The one we should probably work towards, which would be the healthiest, would be the combination, both hermit and social butterfly. But most of us aren't, and trying to be something we're not, as we know, is hard. I was overwhelmed recently. I was like that pan of boiling water ready to spill over. I didn't see or recognise that I was overwhelmed until my natural tendency of hermit mode started to shout at me. Need to be alone, away from people. 
No one was directly having unreal expectations of me. It was everything together. Work, parenting, people needing my time and support, responsibilities, things I've committed to. And when I get overwhelmed, I crave time away from people. I don't want to talk, I just want to be in silence. And any chance I can to be alone, I am. You will have the same pattern when you get overwhelmed. Either you'll feel a need to withdraw and be alone, space and silence, to be a hermit. Or maybe your tendency is to spend time around others to get that emotional support from being with other people. And if you do both, then that's great. If you try to do too much though of one that isn't your natural tendency, then this can make your overwhelm worse. For example, that time recently when I was overwhelmed, I kept going, kept doing and moving, all the pressure. When my inner self was saying, need time out, space, and I wasn't doing it. It was only when I felt that breaking point of the pan spilling over that I had to say to myself, enough. And so for two days, other than being a parent, I said no to everything and everyone else and found myself to be still and slow down. If you're overwhelmed, even if your tendency is to be around people, try to have some time out, some space, silence and self-care time. The fact that you've had the feeling overwhelmed tells us about a message. All feelings are messages to us. They give us a message about what we need next. When we feel overwhelmed, we need to stop and have time out, slow down. And yes, life's going to keep moving when we step back into it. But if we've rested and had time, time to ourselves, our resilience will automatically improve. Let's come back to expectations for a minute. Those unrealistic things we've set for ourselves. We have this habit of not being very good at saying no to others and yes to ourselves. Being yes people to all others while saying no to what we really need. That message within that feeling of being overwhelmed is telling you that this is the bit you need to swap for a time. To start to give yourself permission to say no to the world for a while and to say yes to looking after your own needs. And of course, if you're a parent or a carer, then these things have to continue. If you have to go to work to live, that has to keep going. But all non-essentials outside of these can stop for a short while. I give you permission to use this time to focus on yourself, having time out, sitting in silence, walking in silence, taking yourself out for some kind of date, put your hand on your heart space and ask yourself what you need to do, then do that. You might resist this if you get caught up in the busy day-to-day, have to do this, have to do that, houseworks, jobs, but you can't pour from an empty cup. And so if you don't fill yours up, you'll run out of capacity to be there for others, or you'll be that pan, pan of boiling water. Your own self-care actually helps everyone around you. It actually gives you more capacity to be there for others. If your house is a mess and the washing and cleaning needs done, leave it. Learn to sit with it. 
The bricks won't likely fall down if you have a break. Or maybe you need to clean and declutter. Maybe our environment is another trigger. Those day-to-day chores are usually like the straw that broke the camel's back. I relate to this, maybe you do. When I'm reaching the peak of overwhelm, it's usually one of those minor chores that I blame on the way I feel. When in reality, it's just the straw at the top of the pile. When it comes to the answer here about cleaning and those day-to-day chores, ask yourself this. Do you focus heavily on housework most days, making sure the house is in perfect order, everything's clean and done, and getting stressed out if it isn't or if someone makes a mess? If yes, you need a break from it and you're wasting precious time on something that can wait or can be done less. If you're not and you tend to avoid those jobs, the clutter around us in our environment over a long period of time can add to our stress levels. It makes us feel a bit messy in our minds. And so maybe a declutter and a tidy will help. You'll know if you use the hand on heart with self-honesty tactic, you'll have the answer. If you're feeling overwhelmed with life and responsibility now, you have to take time for yourself out of the stresses, even for a short while. Get out of the same four walls. Clear your energy. If you've been spending a lot of time sitting, then move your body. Not to work or do jobs, but just for self-care. And if you've been moving busily too much, then be still for a while. The most important thing that you can do when you're overwhelmed is to try to get out of your own head, out of the repetitive thoughts. You need to think and focus on something else. Think about that thing that you really need when you've asked yourself and focus as much as possible on that one thing. Be in nature, just do something, self-care, that helps you to focus your mind on that thing. And the last thing, breathe. Our ability to breathe in human form is magic. Whether you see it like this or not, it's the most powerful tool we've physically got because when we're overwhelmed, our mind is busy and chaotic and full. And when we force our body to slow down, when we start to really focus on breathing and just what it feels like, what it sounds like to breathe, we slow our body down and then slow our mind down in the process. So use the magic tool you've already got. 